Bleach is one of those items that you should stockpile for a long-term survival scenario. The problem is, is that bleach has a very short shelf life. I'm going to talk to you about how to get around that. Hey, I'm Todd with readyyourfuture.com. Like I mentioned, bleach is one of those items that's very, very powerful. You can use it for two major reasons in a long-term survival scenario. You can use it to purify water, and you can also use it to disinfect. But like I mentioned, bleach has a very short lifespan. It has a very short shelf life. So how do you get around that? Well, the way that you get around that is by keeping the ingredients that will allow you to make bleach as you go. And the one ingredient that you need is pool shock. I'm going to talk to you more about that here in this episode. So I'm going to be bouncing off an article from one of my very good friends, Gay Levy, and she used to run and used to own Backdoor Survival. Now she sold it and since then it's changed hands a couple of other times. But I remember she wrote this article. It's always been in the back of my mind. And it's one of those things that I've always wanted to share you know, in an episode because I think it's a very valuable uh, topic and very valuable information that everybody should know. So I'm going to go ahead and bounce over there to this article and let's talk a little bit more about it. So looking at this article again, um, some of the information that she talked about here is that liquid bleach is you know a really great product. Now again, she's coming at it from a you know purifying water scenario. Um, she talks a little bit about uh, what Clorox says. So she went to the Clorox website, and the Clorox uh, website says, you know, the active ingredient in liquid bleach, sodium hypochlorite, is very sensitive to high heat and freezing, but under normal home storage conditions, it still should still perform well for 9 to 12 months. For the, So that's where that short lifespan comes in or that short shelf life comes in so you can't this isn't like food storage where you can stock up a whole lot of it you know or or dehydrated food or freeze-dried food or something like that um you you know you stockpile a lot of bleach if you don't use it in a you know nine months to a year then it's going to go to waste or it's going to start to lose its potency and not do what you really want it to do so the way that you get around that again is like i said is by using pull shot so she did a little bit of investigation, you know, when she wrote this article and was bouncing around some of the other preparedness and survival sites. Everybody talked about uh, information from the EPA. And so the information, I'm going to just read this here. It says, add and dissolve one heaping teaspoon of high test granular calcium hypochlorite, approximately one fourth ounce for each two gallons of water or five milliliters, approximately seven grams per 7.5 liters of water. The mixture will produce a stock chlorine solution of approximately 500 milligrams per liter since the calcium hypochlorite has available chlorine equal to 70% of its weight. To disinfect water, add the chlorine solution in the ratio of one part of chlorine solution to each 100 parts of water to be treated. This is roughly equal to adding one pint or 16 ounces of stock chlorine to each 12.5 gallons of water or approximately half liter to 50 liters of water to be disinfected. To remove any objectionable chlorine odor, aerate the disinfected water by pouring it back and forth from one clean container to the other or to another. So one of the problems that she states here is that uh, when we go back to this, it talks about one heaping teaspoon. 
right? It doesn't just it doesn't seem very accurate there, especially when you're talking about something like water and you want to make sure that you're getting it right. And so that was one of the things she's like, okay, this is it just you know, the EPA, even the EPA, you know, government government uh, agency here is is not talking in exacts, right? It's not giving you the exact type of thing. And then one of the things is when she tried to measure out a teaspoon, she got anywhere from one and one fourth teaspoons to two teaspoons. So it wasn't any, it wasn't accurate. It, was, it wasn't accurate enough to be able to say, just do a heaping teaspoon. The other thing that she talks about is that on on all the sites that she uh, that she looked at and all the websites that she read, it always talked about that you should have seventy eight percent or the pull shock that you use should have seventy eight percent, you know, hypochlorite. It, it should be using that. The thing is, is that the EPA, the information that you get from the EPA, does not say that. And that's something that, again, was something that it, it wasn't verifiable and one of the parts that she, she had a problem with. So um, she decided to go ahead and go it uh, herself, and she was gonna she settled on one teaspoon of pool shock. And so not to, you know, just to kind of get some, some real measurements to help other people. And then so she uses one teaspoon in, uh, you know, to create her, her stock solution in one gallon of water. And then to disinfect water, she would use three-fourth ounces of pool shock solution to treat a gallon of water, right? And so I'm going to talk a little bit more about that here in just a minute. But let's talk about the steps to use to, to take uh pull shock from uh, you know just that granular state to make a uh, a solution a chlorine solution that you can use to purify water and also that you can use to disinfect because I think that'll be a big deal so um, we're going to go ahead and go through the steps really quickly I'm going to just kind of put them out here I think she does a great job with pictures and all that kind of stuff but uh, this is the way that she she went about doing it First thing is to gather the supplies, right? Uh, you want to use eye protection, uh, goggles, and rubber gloves because you're you are dealing with a caustic, uh, uh, a caustic uh, chemical in that hypochlorite, right? Um, one of the things I have a pull and I use pull shock. One of the things that you'll notice if you're not careful, it'll start eating away at other metals and things like that. I mean, people have uh, have mentioned in the past that you know, like their their pool equipment because they weren't they didn't realize it. They kept uh, you know their shock and their their chlorine and their other kinds of things around around their pool equipment, and it started to rust and things like that. So you got to be really careful with that, and that's why she's talking about maybe you know using goggles and rubber gloves. You definitely don't want to get this you know in your eyes and stuff like this so uh, she verified her stock chlorine solution container basically she used an old bleach bottle a 1.42 gallon bleach bottle she wrote what she was doing just to make sure she's keeping exact numbers so that she could do it again later on in the future and she has a great picture uh, on her website about this but she used one gallon of stock solution uh, to keep the math simple and so she talks a little bit about that she puts on her protective uh, equipment and she goes she goes ahead and she makes that uh, solution right so one gallon of water to one teaspoon of uh, of pull uh, a pull shock 
and uh, she was able to swish it around. She smells it, and it is it smells like chlorines. Like you know, there you go. You got your your chlorine bleach, right? You got your bleach solution. The next thing was to purify the water. Now she goes into a lot of math here. I'm going to show you something that might be just a little bit easier here in just a minute. But uh, she goes uh, to, to next step was to purify the water. So uh, she has the jug of water, right? And um, that shows a 64 ounce repurposed apple juice jug. And then uh, she says the EPA says one part chlorine solution to 100 parts water. So the math is 64 divided by 100 or 64, 100, sorry, 0.64 ounces. So it says keeping, the, keeping things easy, that translates into approximately two thirds of an ounce. And so she's, she, again, she, she says, remember the EPA guidelines use the words approximately all over the place. So she wound up making the solution and she wound up drinking it, right? So she actually puts it in water. She swishes it around and she says, uh, I think this is kind of funny. She goes, three things. I did not throw up. I did not get diarrhea and I did not get sick. So uh, she, you know, she talked about how she feels comfortable that she would use this chlorine solution, you know, this bleach solution to purify water in a survival scenario if she needed it. And so she has a, a graphic here of a, of, of a picture of one teaspoon of pool shock per gallon water and dilute one by 100. And she, she has all that information on her bottle just in case it wasn't, it wasn't something that um, maybe she forgot about it or maybe somebody else is coming alongside and doing it. One of the other things that she mentioned, and I will attest to this, and I just kind of talked a little bit about it, is after you use or you open up the pool shot, you want to be able to store it somewhere where it's not going to ruin everything else around there. So she put it in a mason jar with a plastic lid. You want to be careful. You don't want put you don't want to put one of the metal lids on there because it'll start rusting the metal lid. But she was able to put it in there, and I've seen other people do this. And I highly suggest that you go about doing that. Now, one of the things to, to mention here is that you can buy pool shock in a bunch of different um, size containers. You can buy them in big five-gallon buckets. You can buy them in one-gallon buckets. And you can buy them in one-pound packages. And those are the ones that I really like to use. Now, uh, last year, you know, when lockdowns and uh, were happening and all the different kind of things were going on, it was really hard to find some of this pool chemicals. And now you can find them, but they're very, very expensive. I did find one that was 78%, uh, you know, the chlorine, the chlorine that you needed. And uh, I was able to find that. And you could, uh, actually, I'm going to link to it in my, um, I'm going to link to it in my uh to my Amazon store so that you can go ahead and uh, get that one if you want to. It's the calcium hypochlorate. And so it's at a 78% solution. And so it, it's one of those that you would definitely want to use if you really were interested and you wanted to be safe about all of that. So making sure that you keep it in a container that's not going to, um, you, it's not going to start rusting out other metals and, and get all over everything. And I think it's very important for those plastic lids. Um, I wanted to go over to the EPA website 
because I talked a little bit about, and this is a great PDF here um, that I that I was able to link to on the EPA website, and uh, I will put this in the description so you can go ahead and and uh, download it if you want. But it's just emergency disinfection of drinking water, and so it goes into all the different ways you know of of water and what you should have to be able to have water safe to drink. And then one of the ways that it says other disinfection methods is using this granular calcium hypochlorate. And so you have it you have it there. It talks about all the things that she had just mentioned in her article or right here in this in this PDF. But it has a nice little graphic on the other side. So if you are looking to uh, you know, purify water, then you can look at this nice little chart. Maybe you want to print it out. Maybe you want to capture it. But it says, you know, one quart or one liter of water, you want to add two drops of bleach to that. If you're doing a gallon of water, then you want to add six drops. If you're doing two gallons, you know, 12 drops, four gallons, a fourth of a teaspoon, eight gallons, a half a teaspoon. And so uh, you want to make sure that you know you're using that, and you and you can go ahead and use that for uh, if you're using bleach. But again, if you look over on at the EPA site, it says uh, you know this is about the same to disinfect water. It says add one part of the chlorine solution to each 100 parts of water you are treating. So if you're if you have bleach. The regular bleach that you're that you're using from the store that you already buy, and you want to make sure it's not concentrated and it doesn't have any other kind of smells or scents. You just want regular bleach. Then you can use the chart. But if you are going to be using the granular calcium hypochlorate, you want to use that. Uh, you know the the 100 parts right to disinfect water. Add one part of the chlorine solution to each 100 parts of water you are treating. So this is about the same as adding one pint or 16 ounces of chlorine solution to 12.5 gallons of water. Now one of the things that that you want to think about when you are when you are using bleach and you're in a long-term survival situation is not only will you use bleach for uh, not only will you use it for purifying water but you will you can use it for disinfection as well and so if you go over to the Clorox site they talk a little bit about this and I, I love this because it says uh, it gives you two things here right uh, about uh, measuring water and then measuring the water to bleach solution and it says use the 1500 ppm solution for general disinfection of many organisms such as MRSA, E. coli, staph, salmonella, SARS-CoV-2, HIV, rhinovirus, rotavirus. And then it says use the 2000 ppm solution to kill additional germs such as strep, bordetella, listeria, herpes, MERS, Ebola, and athlete's foot uh, fungus. So when you scroll down a little bit, and I'm going to link to this as well so you can go to it, it gives you the ratio. So if you wanted to make that 1,500 part per million solution, you would do a 48 parts of cool water to one part of bleach, whatever that might be. Okay, And then it gives you the breakdown here. So if you have a, a you know the ratio of five-gallon bucket, uh, I guess if you're using a five-gallon bucket, uh, you can use one gallon of cool water to one-third cup of bleach and then you want it to rest for six minutes right or i'm sorry the contact time is six minutes and then you really want it to air dry um, if you're making the five gallon bucket 
uh, I'm sorry, in, in a five-gallon bucket, if you want to do two gallons, two-thirds cups, uh, three gallons, uh, one cup uh, of, of bleach, and then again, six minutes, and then you know, you're know you basically letting it air dry. If you have a spray bottle, and a lot of the spray bottles, I mean, I've got like a 32-ounce spray bottle, right? Uh, I put four cups of cool water in there and then four teaspoons of bleach, and then you're going to spray that down and give it a contact time of six minutes and then let it dry. But then if you do the 2,000 part per million, you can scroll down a little bit on the site and it gives you the ratio of 36 parts uh, of cool water to one part of bleach. And it gives you the breakdown there. And this is going to be a stronger, more concentrated solution that you're making for disinfection. And so the contact time here is five minutes. And a lot of the times it will tell you to, to let it air dry. So that's going to be over at the Clorox website and talks about you know making a solution for disinfection because you have you might have uh you know you might have your your normal cleaners but in a long-term survival situation you might run out of those and so then what are you going to do if you have pull shock you can always make that bleach solution and then you can use that for disinfection all right so uh, i want to go over to one more site and this is the cdc uh website so cdc.gov, and this is cleaning and sanitizing with bleach after an emergency. And they're talking about really using it like a flood, like, you know, if you flood or whatever. And I thought this was pretty interesting, right? Recommendations for cleaning and sanitizing food cans and surfaces. Um, well, then if you have food surfaces that may have touched floodwaters like countertops, plates, uh, it says throw away wooden cutting boards and baby bottle nipples and pacifiers and things like that. But you want to do, you want to have a solution of one tablespoon of bleach to one gallon of water. It says wash with soap and hot clean water, rinse with clean water, sanitize in a solution of one tablespoon of household chlorine bleach in one gallon of clean water, and then allow to air dry. So that's where I was getting that air dry. It just like spray it on there and, and let it air dry. And that's talking about like your counters and plates and things like that if it was in a flood uh, you know, in floodwaters and you wanted to clean them. Uh, food cans, right? This would be important for your food storage. Food cans that are not bulging, open, or damaged, well, you can disinfect it with this solution. And you're going to create one cup, right? You're going to have one cup of bleach to five gallons of water. And you're going to do basically do the same thing, you know? It says relabel the cans with permanent marker. You want to take out, you want to remove the the labels and then you want to you know write what it is with a permanent marker it goes down to recommendations for cleaning and sanitizing household surfaces and items non-food contact surfaces that do not soak up water and that may have touched floodwaters it's one cup and so basically everything else from here on out is one cup of bleach to five gallons of water and you can do that ratio if you need to make a uh, you know, a one gallon, you can, you can, you know, make that a smaller, a smaller uh, ratio if you have to, but it talks about uh, household surface items. And then it talks about if you're wanting to clean mold off of hard surfaces, you can do the same thing. Again, it's one cup of bleach to one gallon of water. And so uh, that's uh, going to be a little bit of a stronger solution there to make sure that you're cleaning the cleaning off mold. Uh, the steps on this one is, you know, make your solution, wash surfaces with the bleach mixture. If surfaces are rough, scrub them with a stiff brush, 
rinse surfaces with clean water and then allow to dry. So that might be a situation where you need to uh, you need to go ahead and use that. So uh, again, you can use bleach uh, for long-term survival scenarios, but it has a short shelf life. And so you want to have pull shock to be able to create it. I think one of the things that I failed to say when you're purifying water is after you purify, you, you add the bleach to the water, um, you want to let it sit for 30 minutes. And then if you have that really strong bleach smell, you can pour it back and forth, you know, aerate it with another container so that, you know, it could have a better taste, you know. But uh, you probably are going to have a little bit more of a bleach taste. You just know that that's safe to drink uh, and you're not going to be drinking, you know, contaminated water um, in, in a survival situation. So pull shock is one of those uh, items that I think is very important for uh, for preppers to have. Um, here's the thing: if you're using the solution that Gay talked about, so you're using one teaspoon of pull shock for one gallon of uh, water, then if you buy a one pound pack of uh, pull shock, which I mean, those are the kind I mentioned before. Those are the kind that I like to have, and I use that in my pool. If you buy the one pound, then you can make, because one teaspoon out of that will get you 96 gallons of water, right? Or 96 gallons of solution. So you'll be able to mix that into 96 gallons of solution. And so a lot of the times you can buy one pack. If you go to a pool supply store, remember you're looking for that 78% uh, hypochlor or calcium hypochlorate uh, solution. If you can find that one, or you want to find the highest you can, and I'm going to tell you, when you look at like on Amazon, you will find varying different amounts of that uh, of that of hypo of calcium hypochlorate in pool shot. So you really you know look for the highest one you can find. Seventy eight percent is uh, is the one that I that I found. There. I'm going to put that in my Amazon store. But go to a pool supply company, Home Depot, Lowe's, even Walmart will have it. And like I said, Amazon, you can go there and and you can you can buy it off of Amazon as well. And so one pound will get you 90, you can make 96 gallons of, that will go a long, long way. I mean, that's like real long-term survival there. And you can buy the one pounders at those various stores that I mentioned, or a lot of the times on Amazon, you can get like six one pound bags and you know those are going to last you for a long time. You just want to make sure that you put them in a container like in a mason jar with a plastic lid so that it doesn't wind up ruining other things around uh, you know the around you the metals and, and, and getting into other things. I think that's one of those things that are uh, it's going to be really really important. You don't want to you know put it in your garage somewhere and, and find out that it's eating away at, at you know important equipment and tools and things that you have there. Alright guys well that's it for this episode. Like I said, I'm going to link to this, uh, this all the websites and the PDFs that I've mentioned in the description of the video, and so you can go and uh, go check those out, and uh, you know download those PDFs, print them out, save them if you if you want. The CDC website has a print. Uh, link on there so that you can click on that and you can make a, a copy of that of that website and the information that's there. I think that's always valuable to have that uh, have a hard copy of that if you need it. 
Well, if you're looking for more great information, then I have uh, the 25 articles that every prepper should read. And uh, some of these articles are not found on the internet any longer, but I have the links to the Wayback Machine. If you're interested in that one, then that's going to be in the description of this episode as well. And you can go ahead and get that link and get that PDF and, and click on those, uh, those articles. With that, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Thanks so much, guys for hanging out with me on this one. We'll catch you on the next one. God bless you. Peace.